And hello. Ah, Noventelan beats everybody to the punch. Okay, saying hello. Uh, how many of you are there? Hard to tell at the moment. Two thumbs up. Well, I've come in a minute early or so, so uh, while we wait for the others, salute. This is a glass of Campari, which is about the strength of a port, more or less. Um, <clears throat> but goes down a lot smoother, I think, although it's very bitter. Uh, some people don't like it, but those people don't count. <clears throat> ah, we've got 12 of you, just like the apostles, including you, Scorpio, just like Judas. So we're ready to roll. Um, <laughs> Scorpius comment, of course. Typically, Gamma goes, I was here first, actually. <laughs> Very good. That's actually quite funny. So, um, I did, uh, I, I'll, uh, oh, hello, Bully Ram. Oh, it's good to see you guys. I 16, Chad, Ethan. Welcome all. So I, I did start off by uh, saying, since I've been away for a while, I thought I'd answer any questions that anybody, anybody on Social Galactic threw up. And there, there are some really good ones. So I'll start off by answering those. Uh, this is uh, J-Dog, who has now recently changed his name to Totally the Real President of America and Obviously Not Demented. <laughs> so... J-Dog's first question, of course, is, uh, is a very pertinent question, and it is tips for making it in the saxophone business. Well, as you all know, I, I am well on my way to becoming uh, the saxophonist sensation throughout the planet, and my suggestion to you is to follow in my footsteps and um, make sure that Fleur East dedicates a song to you. Basically, you know, it's all gravy after that sort of thing. So there you go. Uh, he secondly asks, how to go sede if you're surrounded by Novus Order friends and family that don't get it? How do you differentiate from the Catholic pack? Well, uh, I would, at the risk of punting my own book, suggest that you start off with introducing them to Believe. Believe is like a $9... $9.99, I don't know, it's like a $10 book, 98 pages, no more than a two-hour read. And it is quite entertaining because, um, you know, it's got a lot of decent reviews and all the people that have read it that I know have personally told me or emailed me um, that they enjoyed it. Even those people who didn't agree with me, including Protestants, so they actually had quite a bit of fun reading it and made them think because it, it is like a punch in your face. It's sort of, you know, in your face. It, it's not your usual theology book. And it's written for people who were like me, complete heretics. Well, heathens, actually. Uh, stand corrected. I, believe it, I can't remember if it was Don Ricosta himself or one of the, one of the priests of the Instituto Mater Boni Concilio when I very first started to go look at their masses. And I went to speak to him afterward, and I said, well, I guess I'm a heretic. And he goes, no, no, you're not a heretic, because you were never a Christian. 
you are a heathen son. <laughs> no, so he corrected me. And um, I wrote uh, Believe. It's a short book. Just go on Google. I mean, go on Amazon and, uh, you know, look up my name, Giuseppe Filotto, and you type in there, Believe. You know, just type in my name. You'll see all the books I've written. Although, I have to say, um, Reclaiming the Catholic Church doesn't show up. Uh, sometimes you have to look for that one specifically, but belief generally shows up, and it's a short little book. Introduce them to it and say, "Look, this guy's got a, a take that made me really think, and then he made me like investigate things, and it's funny and it's kind of you know interesting. Why don't you read this?" Now, if they're not willing to spend a couple of hours to review Catholicism, and and in fact, about fifteen minutes to review Catholicism, because. Uh, you know, in Believe, I, I go after atheists, agnostics, uh, Protestants, Orthodox, and Catholics. So, if you just want to look at the Catholic part, that'll probably take you 15-20 minutes tops. If you can't be bothered to spend 15-20 minutes to investigate your own religion, which is supposedly one of the most important things in your life, supposedly the most important thing in your life if you're a Catholic, well, then you're kind of a lost cause. And I would say, dust off your sandals and move on. Uh, for those who are more intellectually, you know, capable or, or willing, then I strongly suggest uh, Reclaim the Catholic Church, because, of course, that book is not a two-hour read. That book is 530 pages with um, detailing the heresy, or at least some of the heresy, inherent in every one of the 15 documents of Vatican II that contain absolute direct heresy. I detail at least a couple of examples in each document. And uh, with the exception of Intermirifica, all of the Vatican documents have direct heresy in them. Intermirifica technically does not have any heresy, but given the context, it, it is absolutely demonic. Um, that's more easily understood if you read the book. So that would be my suggestion. And and then I would test them. I would sort of say, but, but if... If Bergoglio, the vicar of pedophiles on earth, is the real pope, how come he protected McCormick? And how come he hasn't defrocked a priest in Argentina that raped 30 kids while he had AIDS? How come? Why would Jesus allow that? You know, just start to, like, peck away at them. Now, Novus Ordos are not Catholics. They might call themselves Catholic. They might think they're Catholic, but they're not. What they are is churchians. So they're comfortable in their like, I'm, I'm a Christian. You know, just like the Protestants. Ah, I'm saved. Once saved, always saved. Always saved. Oh, once saved, always saved. You know, that kind of mental retardation. So the best, you know, it depends on your, uh, I wouldn't say it's the best for everybody, but depends on your personality. For me personally, bucket of cold water in the face right there. I'm a Christian. Oh, oh, fuck, what? Huh? No? I'm not? Why? No? What? You're saying I'm an ignorant, lazy bastard because I didn't bother to investigate my own religion? But how, how dare you? What do you mean? Oh, really? I didn't know that. And that's how I approach life. But, you know, you might be a more gentle soul, in which case I have no advice for you because I don't know what that's like. Personally, I take that approach because I do not suffer fools gladly or any other way. So I don't want to be surrounded by morons. And the easiest way to get rid of morons is to shock the shit out of them so they either wake up or keep the fuck away from me. 
which is generally my number one thing. You know, it's the Batman thing. If you guys have ever read The Dark Knight Returns, where Batman is an old dude, and, um, you know, right at the beginning of it, it's like two guys, two little punks try and mug him, and he just cripples them, and like in the little box, you know, where it's his thoughts, and he says, well, one man can't fix everything. You can just punish the crime and make them so scared and hurt, they'll never try again. Pretty much my attitude to life. If you're an idiot, I don't want you anywhere near me. So I don't care if you get offended. Like the guy who just did the down vote. 11 up votes, 1 down vote. It's the Judas man. So, um, you know, that's my take on it. I hope I've answered your question, J-Dog. But if you're in the room and I haven't, please fire again. Ha, ah, Farmer, who is one of my favorite social galaxies, asks a very interesting question. How much does good memory track with IQ? Short answer is, I don't know. But I have some theories. Um, IQ, I believe, doesn't necessarily... Um, align with memory specifically, unless you hit the autistic level of spectrum where you're like an idiot savant for, you know, like if you, if you have um, what they call eidetic memory. That's a kind of idiot savant. That's somebody who's ever read a page or whatever, never forgets it. Now, when I was younger, that is no longer the case, pretty much. But when I was younger, I had an element of that. Uh, certainly throughout my 20s, I would say a good part of my 30s. But here's what I think happened. I had that, like I read a, if I read a book and something interested me or there was an, an interesting piece of information, I would remember the page it was on and I would remember, I would be able to go back and remember, oh yeah, it's on that side of the page. And I would not be able to read it necessarily, but I'd remember the paragraph and I'd remember the, the words in it. Um, so I had a level of that. Now, I had a very strange uh, life and there were times in my 20s where I had long periods of, I wouldn't call it leisure, because I was, you know, working my ass off in terms of, you know, going training every day and, and doing other things. But I was reading what I wanted. I was surviving on very little money. I was sleeping, you know, on a futon in the floor in like a, a studio apartment. And I had plenty of time to let my mind go where it wanted to go and investigate whatever it wanted to investigate for years at a time. And I've always had a very good level of ability to concentrate. So whenever I think memory is very much linked to emotions. So if anything hit me emotionally, as in like, you know, it was relevant. And for me, emotions are not because I'm a little bit Asperger's doesn't mean, oh, it's really beautiful. It means like, oh, this really makes sense. To me, that's beautiful. Oh, this is really logical. Oh, shit, that's just taught me something that I can apply everywhere else. To me, that's important. To me, that's significant emotionally. And memory has very much to do with emotions. So if you're high IQ and you're a little bit of Asperger's like I am, and you, know, you would have a good memory for the things that are relevant to you. For example, I remembered a stack of numbers. I could remember everybody's number, like phone number, you know, before mobile phones and that, I remembered everybody's phone number. You'd have to tell me once or twice, and it was like, bang, it was in my head. Now, not so much. But why? Because between, you know, my 20s, my early 30s, and now my early 50s, 
a lot of emotional shit happened. I mean, drastic, huge emotional tsunamis, like one after the other. And it wasn't like, you know, one tsunami. Oh my God, I had to move home. Keep in mind, I am 51. I will be 52 later this year. And I am now getting ready for my 53rd move. Physically moving house where I live. Um, most people say that, you know, the three most like emotionally devastating things in life are, you know, death of somebody you care about, divorce, and moving home. I've moved 52 times. I've been divorced twice. And a bunch of people I loved have died. So now you know why I'm the Kurgan. You basically can't fucking kill me. However, all these huge emotional things do wipe out chunks of memory. Like, I've noticed, for example, that really bad times of my life, I don't remember so well. And I've never been somebody that's super um, focused on self. Like, I am introspective. That is generally my, my, my approach to life. But I'm not self-obsessed. So it's like something hurts me. It's like, oh, okay, I just took a hit. Whatever, now forget about it. I literally forget about it. Um, I mean, I've been injured a shitload of times in training. But the moments that I remember about the injuries were the ones where something good was happening for the guy who injured me. (laughs) Those are the ones I remember that I won't forget. The ones where I just got hurt badly for no real good reason, I have to, like, struggle to remember, you know. So I've never been a self-obsessed type of person. So in terms of personal things that happened to me, that's why I... Without joking, I've said I should write a biography in as a trilogy every 30 years. I really need to get shit down because I'm, you know, approaching the end of the second book and I haven't even written the first one. And there's a whole bunch of shit I've forgotten. Just reading my dad's book, you know, just reading this book, which, by the way, is hilarious and funny. Uh, just reading this book. Um, I've remembered stuff that, oh, yeah, that happened. I forgot about that, you know, and, and there were pretty significant life events. So, fuck knows, you know, if I'll be able to ever remember half of what I've done and lived through. So, I don't think IQ per se necessarily refers to or or has a direct relationship to uh, memory. However, I do believe emotions have to do with memory. And if you're higher IQ, you depending on what type of high IQ, you might just be high IQ and not Asperger's. I don't actually believe that that exists. I actually believe that beyond a certain level of IQ, which is about 120, more or less, people with a higher IQ than about 120 do start to go into the Aspie spectrum of things. So depending on how your particular version of Asperger's and whatever plays out, um, you could have very good memory or not necessarily. You know, you might be a genius at math, but not remember what the fuck you ate yesterday. I certainly am not the type of person that remembers what he ate an hour ago, never mind yesterday. I hope that answers your questions. Let's see what, oh, there's a few more questions that have come on in the meantime. Oh, Noventelion, did you ever get around to asking your priest about reincarnation or whatever it was? Uh, no, I don't, I don't remember that I said I would, but uh, I know what he's going to say. I know what a priest has to say is that reincarnation is, you know, nonsense, it's it's a false thing, and blah, 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 and what have you. And that is the official position of the Catholic Church, and I accept that. 
I personally have had experiences that have led me to believe that without question, either reincarnation is absolutely a thing, or something even more weird to explain is going on. Now, reincarnation doesn't have to be the only explanation for this, but um, it's certainly, let's just say the model works. The model of reincarnation, in my personal experience, works better than any other model that I've found to explain the things that I've had happen multiple times with different people over different periods of my life um, better than any other model that I can come up with. That doesn't mean it's the only model. I can come up with other models, but they're more complicated, convoluted, and I think less likely to be true. So personally, I think that reincarnation is true. Uh, and I also think that Catholicism is true. And I also think that the Catholic practice of essentially uh, treating reincarnation very much like they treat hypnosis, almost as, oh, it's witchcraft and you shouldn't touch it, as essentially being correct. For the average person, that is the best approach. Um, that does not mean it's the only approach because, uh, you know, this is going to be very difficult for Protestants to understand, but Catholics are not binary thinkers. Actual Catholics operate from the point of Roman law. Roman law is principles. The details of each case have to be analyzed on their own. Um, if you read the book written by a contemporary, or, or rather, a book written by the grandson of a contemporary of Joan of Arc, he describes how they used to play with fairies under a tree in their village um, until the priest banned these fairies because some of the children got hurt. Now, you might think that that's just fantastic bullshit. I don't. I don't believe that's fantastic bullshit at all. I believe that's absolutely true. Um, and again, the average priest will tell you, oh, those are just like demonic things. You shouldn't fuck around with them. And you shouldn't. The average person shouldn't. Just like I would tell you, if you take the average human being, let's take the average human being has got 100 IQ, cannot read a page of a newspaper, rewrite it in his or her own words, is barely literate. This is the average human being on earth, right? The average human being on earth, my advice to them would be like, do not ever go scuba diving on your own, ever. And in fact, even if you're trained, make sure you train for a year before you go scuba diving. Why would I say that? You can learn how to scuba dive in about two hours. But the average person would probably fucking drown or get a brain embolism or get like, you know, the bends to the point where they die. Because the average person is a fucking moron. And the Catholic Church is trying to save everybody, including the idiots. I hope that answers your question. Pharma says, I'm sure someone will ask what the Kurgan thinks of stock market investing versus culture war stockholms. <laughs> well, I made my decision about investing in the stock market a long time ago. And if you want to know what my feeling on it was, you should read a book by the very good financial uh, journalist, which is you know very rare for me to say that a journalist is anything good for anything other than composting. But uh, what's his name? Michael Lewis, I think, is his name. I might be wrong. You know, you know, I'm crap with names. But he wrote Liar's Poker. This was like in the 80s. And I had a very similar experience, not to that magnitude of money and, and, and whatever, but I had a very similar experience in my early 20s. I actually moved out of my home at age 19 
with money I had made from investing in the stock market. And I thought, well, this is an easy way to make money. And then I saw how it worked, and I was like, oh, my God, this is just a giant Ponzi scheme, and it's going to collapse any minute. And it did eventually collapse in 2008. I did this in about 1993, and I thought that by 95, 96, at the most, it must collapse because I hadn't allowed for, and I didn't understand at that point, the IQ gap. I didn't allow for everybody else being a complete fucking moron compared to me, and I expected that everybody else would see the same thing I was seeing. In fact, I expected the people in it absolutely knew that it was a Ponzi scheme, and they do. But what I had not allowed for is that the average person, including the people in it, is like a fucking chimp. So they're just going to keep eating the nuts. doesn't matter if they're poison nuts because, you know, they're nuts. And um, so I got out in the early 90s thinking... This will collapse long before the year 2000. And I was out by about like 14 years or so. Um, and, you know, it's going to collapse again. But now I am allowing for that, which is a good thing, because I think the collapse is imminent. But, you know, it could be tomorrow. It could be six months from now. It could be two years from now, you know. I doubt it'll last that long. Two or three years, I think, probably is the limit. I think the collapse is coming sooner than that. But we'll see. And Ron Young says, did you ever hear about Father Normandy, crucial for Canada? I have no idea who he is, so uh, sorry about that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know who he is. And that's all the question from Social Galactic. So now let me go back to um, us over here and let's see what you guys have been up to. Okay, just people saying hello. Lopium bear, lightning in my hands. What believe is an afternoon read? Reclaiming is four to seven days. Well, there you go. Wooly Ram has obviously read both. Unicorn Cupcake. Hello, Kurgan. Hello. We have quite a few gammas in the house. <laughs> uh Unicorn Cupcake says, I can't wait for the vote on the new Supreme Dark Lord. Vox is going to be so pissed if he loses. I don't know what that's about. I'm guessing that's some gamma thing in their little hive. I don't know. Hello, Romans. You still haven't read the book. Repent, sinner. <laughs> I would vote for the Kurgan before voted for Ted to remain as secret, <laughs> Supreme Dark Lord. Well, coming from you, we Scorpio, you that, that's, that's high praise indeed. What can I say? <laughs> I actually like you, Scorpio. I know he's the chief of the Gammas, but, you know, I think he'd be a fun guy to have a beer with. Uh, the Joshua James Belshaw says, What do you think about the TLM and Novus Order debate online? It seems like the TLM is winning. I don't know what TLM is, mate, so enlighten me. I haven't seen the online thing either, so I don't know what that is. Silver Sylvester Rep says, good luck with the move, Kurgan. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've had a fucked up life, can't remember much. Well, you got to keep in mind, I've never done drugs. A lot of people that have done a shitload of drugs can't remember shit. I mean, I remember things from when I was two years old. Um, 
I remember the first time I fired a gun, and that was approximately between 19 and 24 months old. And when I told my dad and the doctor, medical doctor that was visiting us, when I told them that I remembered that, they both thought I was talking shit. And I was like, what the fuck, dad? I remember. I shot the puddle. This guy standing next to us, you know, wearing a, 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 a military uniform, a mimetized military uniform, which is weird because I thought, wasn't that granddad? And my dad was like, I just saw his eyes go like, fuck, you do remember. No, that wasn't granddad. That was a friend of mine. That's why he was wearing the army uniform, because he was in the army. And yeah, I didn't think that was possible. The doctor kept insisting that it's not possible, because human beings cannot remember anything before the age of about four. I was like, bitch, I just described to you what the fuck happened. My dad didn't tell me. We didn't speak about this for the last 30 years, you know? So it's not like he secretly passed me a note. So yeah, I think it depends on... You know, if you're observant, like my daughter, for example, is very observant, but she's had some pretty traumatic fucking life. So she doesn't remember a lot of stuff from when she was young until you show her a picture or something. And then, then she's like, oh, yeah, I remember we did that. Yeah. Which is pretty normal. David Perkins says, hey, E. Scorpio, I saw your Owen documentary, Hilarious, five stars. Oh, I, I don't know if I've seen that. Is that an old one or a new one? Unicorn Cupcake says, Agreed, Kurgan over Teddy. Well, what do you know? I must have made an impression on the gammas. How do you feel about that, Vox? Hmm? Yeah, yeah. New Supreme Dark Lord for the gammas, Hey, Yeah, what a crowning achievement that is. I, I guess next time I visit Vox, he, he might just shut the door on me because of that, you know. <laughs> Woolly Ram. Yeah, it's fairly obvious we experience emotions very differently than normal people. Oh, yeah, we do. Elvis Oxford says, Gammas. Unicorn Cupcake says, Gammas are the worst. They are unmolestable. I don't know that that's true. I think a lot of gammas have probably been molested. That's why they're gammas. Okay, I have answered Noventillion's question. Glad to know. Man Hujo says, Could reincarnated souls perhaps be angels taking on human form to enact God's will? No. No. Because if reincarnation is a thing, and I'm right about it, if I am right about it, then I've been reincarnated a few times, and I sure as shit am no angel. I guarantee you that much. Elvis Oxford says, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. I don't know, I'm starting to suspect Elvis Oxford might be a gamma, I don't know. David Perkins, bigger fool theory usually underestimates for the endless masses of fools. Oh, unfortunately that's true. I mean, I'm a, I wouldn't say I'm cynical. I'm a realist and a misanthrope for good reason, because being misanthropic is objectively the right thing to be, given human beings. 
And even I continue to underestimate the absolute stupidity of human beings. And you have to keep in mind that at about age 16, I coined the phrase, which I found out later Einstein had also stated, that only two things are infinite, the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not sure about the universe. I genuinely thought that one up on my own before I, I knew that Einstein had said that, or maybe they said he had said that, because he was a plagiarist. Romans 12, 12 says, forgive me. Well, say 10 Hail Marys and read the book and all will be absolved, my child. <laughs> it's on my list. Don't make it on the list, dude. Jedi, do or do not. There is no try. Ah, a very interesting question from Wooly Ram. On the inverse of reincarnation, do you think some people are just NPCs, soulless, human-shaped bipeds? That is a tough one. Now, I do think, and I may be wrong, because as you know, I'm no great Bible scholar, but I do think there's somewhere in the Bible it says something about God having created some vessels just so he can break them to show other people. That could apply. I mean, it would seem to me to be perhaps a little bit cruel to create actual human beings that are doomed from the start, because that also would vacate free will. So it could be that there are some vessels that are just empty shells. And certainly some demonically possessed human beings um, certainly act absolutely soulless. Um, but whether that is because they never had a soul to begin with or whether that's just been eaten by fucking the enemy, I don't know. It's a very interesting question. Personally, I kind of hope not. I kind of hope there aren't a whole bunch of fucking evil NPCs, just soulless little shells. That, that's just a pretty grim outlook on things. And I, I think God's better than that. Now, interestingly enough, you know, there's the whole concept of, well, if the world was perfect, it wouldn't be. So, there is that, you know. I think I prefer an imperfect world that is imperfect because of the free will that we we fortunately, unfortunately sometimes exercise badly, than, uh, than a, a bunch of, you know, puppets, fucking zombies going around doing bad shit just because that's their role in the game that sounds gnostic to me elvis oxford what's your take on qanon qanon is a psyops i've said this for a couple of years ago already it's absolutely a psyops who it's a psyops by i don't particularly know i do believe it's a psyops that had absolutely direct access to donald trump and I do believe they were at least pretending to be the White Hats. Whether they were or not, I don't know. I do. My, if I had to bet money on it, I would guess that they were the so-called White Hats, insofar as anybody in that realm can be a White Hat, of the military. However, and I have always thought this from the beginning, the so-called White Hats of the American military, like all Americans, it's a shitload of bluster. Um, the evil fucks in America are actually more coherent and more uh, doer types to a certain in in, a, in an underhanded 
gamma-ish fucking omega way, the evil Americans are more effective than the so-called white hat Americans. Why? Because the white hat Americans do not have a foundation. They're not Catholic. They're Protestant as a general rule. So their being good only has a personal foundation to stand on. It does not have a broader base to stand on. And as such, they tend to cuck. They tend to cuck and wimp out and wuss out. And, you know, when Pence backstabbed Trump right at the end, what did the military do? The military then and then should have just said, nah, fuck this. The fraud is obvious. It's everywhere. We're arresting fucking everybody and we're counting every single vote in person. That's what they should have done. And I don't care if it takes two fucking years to do it. That's what I would have done if I was the Supreme General. But no, they're like, hey, there will be panic in the streets. Oh, we can't allow that. I don't give a fuck if there's going to be panic in the streets. Stay indoors or you get shot. Real easy fix. And guess what? After you shoot about 4,000 people, everybody else is going to fucking stay indoors. That's it. Simple. And then you count the votes. But, you know, my approach to this sort of thing is far more Russian than the average Yankee. You Yankees are talk a big game, but don't really get down to it, you know? So what I think happened is, yeah, everybody knows what happened. And Trump was supposed to stay in, and he tried to stay in by the civilian legal route. Now the Chans are basically saying that, well, the military is going to force a, a civilian, pretend civilian, but really military trial um, by the Department of Justice. And apparently there is some court cases going on, but I have no idea whether they are or not. I don't care. I'm not American. I don't live in America. And yes, I do know it affects the whole planet. But that's why I've been quiet for a long time. Like a little duck, I've been moving my feet under the water. And I've created a nice little community in meat space, which I don't really talk about in here, other than to let you know it now exists. And uh, it will go on to greater and bigger things. And that's what you should all be doing. Be the change you want to be, said Gandhi, right? And not that I think much of Gandhi, I don't think much of him at all, but take truth wherever you find it. So you want to, you know, have some cool shit, either you're going to be one of my serfs, either you're going to be one of my 100% followers who just does what he's told, jumps when he's told to jump, no questions asked because, well, it's the Kurgan and he is my leader like Leonidas, you know, either you're one of the immortals, or... You've got to create your own little immortal rule. That's, that's what we're here for. Uh, right, let's see. Oh, the Joshua James Belcher shows... Uh, oh, TLM means the traditional Latin Mass. Look, dude, it depends who's doing it. Because the so-called traditional Latin Mass, who then, in the Mass uses the name of the fake Pope Bergoglio and tries to link it to the Mass, that's absolute heresy. Just because it's being said in Latin does not mean it's not a heretic fake Mass by a heretic fake priest. The only valid priests, the only valid clerics of the Catholic Church absolutely reject everything and everyone connected to Vatican II. So, if the so-called cleric that is doing the traditional Latin Mass, does not 
specifically outright reject everyone after Pope Pius XII as being legitimate, including all the fake priests and all the fake bishops that are pretending to be bishops and clerics and priests of the Catholic Church, and then they're not priests. Okay? You might as well go to an Eskimo, ask him to recite the Latin words and do the Latin movements and do the things for the Mass, and you might as well say, Oh, I've been to Mass. No, you have not. So, I don't care what's going on online. I don't care what some guy is saying on a web page. If he is connected to Rome, if he does not specifically and outright reject everything connected to Vatican II, he is not a Catholic. Not a Catholic. Okay? David Perkins to Woolly Ram says some people really do seem like AI bots. Whole countries even. Somalia. You know, that is true. I, I had a weird experience with a girl um, some years back. You know, probably almost 15 years ago. Very pretty girl. And, um, you know, she was quite a bit younger than I was. But the, the thing that struck me was how how much she had given up in life. How much she had given up to feel anything. How much The only thing that seemed to get her was like music. She really liked music. But she had given up the idea of being fully in love or, or being happy. Or, you know, she was just looking for a very simple, normal life. And I think the world around her was so corrupted that she wasn't, uh, I don't know how to say, she was almost like empty. Now, that's not an NPC. That's just a person whose souls has been stomped on. And I, I don't know. I don't know. How to. And, and those people do seem like AI bots, but they're not. They're just, they, I really feel sorry for them. They're, they're just normal people. You know, I know I'm not normal. I'm like a fucking tank. And, you know, when you see civilians getting trodden by the, the fucking shit that's going on now, I feel sorry for them, you know. I used to hate them because I thought, you weak cunts! But the fact is I was trying to measure everybody by my means and I'm a battle-hardened fucker who's brutal and tough just constitutionally built different. I can't judge people who are not built like me because they don't behave like me, because they can't take what I can take. I can't. I keep making that mistake. I still make that mistake. It's a bad mistake to make. You shouldn't make it. Dancer with logos. Oh, hello, high priestess of the Kurgan cult. She says, you can't vote your way to a new secret dark lord. <laughs> And she just, <laughs> I love how she just crushes a whole bunch of people, the gammas, with one short sentence. I think Vox will just have an extra glass of Prosecco. <laughs> I tell you what, you'll probably have two clink glasses with me and then tell me something wise, like, Welcome to the dark side. Now you will begin to know the true pathetic attempts of the gammas on your 
position. <laughs> Roman says gammas are the worst, 100%. They are. We, we all know they are. Romans 12 says, almost done with Awake in the Nightland. Your book is next. I love John Wright. I, I love the man. I respect him. I like him. He's a Novus Ordo Catholic. We had a little conversation about that by email. And I accept his um, absolute decency, dignity, and good intent in continuing to be an Novus Ordo Catholic. He is in error, desperate error, but it's not by um, it's it's by loyalty and um, and charity. It's not by you know viciousness or ego or anything like that. I, I really love John Wright. I do. I like him as a as a human being. I think he's a nice man. He's got a nice family, and you should all buy his books. Personally, however. I could not read Awake in the Nightline. I read about a chapter of it and I got bored. But that's me. I can't read Vox's stuff. I, f I find Vox's fantasy stuff to be like a snooze fest. And he can't read my stuff. You know, he, he tried to read my stuff. He's like, eh, it's not my thing, dude. Um, there's some of his stuff I can read, like Quantum Mortis. I really quite enjoyed that. And I see a lot of Vox in how he writes that. You know, it's, it's, it's quite interesting. But, you know... To, from my perspective, Vox has got some fucking mind-numbingly boring hobbies. The man studied as an economist. Now, you must know, I took economy at uh, university level for about two months. And that was only because it was like long distance. Because, it, you know, it was like um, I was living in a, you know, fucked up country in Africa that didn't have like that that course. I was doing it like by correspondence. And so because of the correspondence, it took two months. If that had been live, it would have taken me two weeks. And I realized economics is just complete bullshit. These people have got no relationship to reality. They're just making shit up as they go along. There's no fucking way I can last a year in this, never mind four years. Just fuck off. So I quit right there and then. Box loves that shit. He reads tomes of economics. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, the entire totality of anything that is relevant in economics can be put in the back of a fucking postcard. Here. Here's one of my old hypnosis little postcards. You, you can put the whole fucking thing right there. All that you need to know about economics, I can put in a fucking postcard. And Vox reads fucking tomes and tomes of that shit, and he's done for years. I cannot fathom that man's hobbies and, and level of patience. You know, he, he told me right from the beginning, he's a very patient man. And he is. He absolutely is. Vox is the kind of guy that might just read the whole of the Catholic canon law just because I might point out to him something like, you know, it's all internally consistent and... If you look at it, it, it applies, and, and you could build a whole, you know. I know he's not Catholic, but he's the kind of guy that if he had the time, he probably, if he had the time, I, I could almost guarantee you that he would read the whole of the Catholic canon law just to, like, fuck with it. You know, this guy reads terms and conditions of service for fun, okay? Now, I love Vox. He's, he's, he's a nice 
guy. I, I, I get on with him a lot. But, but, you know, we've got very different ideas of, of what is fun to do, okay? So just, just so you know. And the same thing applies to John Wright. I, I, I like some of his writing, but I, I find his writing personally a little bit too... Vox loves John Wright's writing. I find it a little bit uh, almost um, predictable. Elvis Oxford says, Hebrews 9.27, And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Yes, Elvis Oxford, you're starting to sound like the usual gamma fucking pedant. Uh, there's also other passages in the Bible where they sort of ask, are you Elijah, come back to Jesus? You know, just because I'm not a Bible scholar doesn't mean I don't know more shit than you. So careful there. You're going to deal with my IQ gap thing. Pew and Bear, my take on the reincarnation, demons knowing the life of people that went south as they accompanied them throughout their life, deceiving currently living people about reality, life and death and judgment. It's a possibility. I'm not saying that that's not possible. In fact, I might even say that that's most likely. If it weren't for the fact that my personal experience of past lives resulted in positive effects, not just for me, but for other people. Objectively positive results. Not just my personal idea of like, oh, that's better. No. Objectively better results for everyone involved. Uh, the Joshua James Bell Show. What do I think about the Byzantine Catholic Church and Divine Liturgy? The Byzantine Catholic Church is still connected to Rome. Therefore, they are not Catholic. There are a bunch of Protestants now, like everybody else that pretends to be Catholic. Main Hugh Joe says, uh, Amen to that. I think, uh, in, in reference to, like, um, you know, whether um, reincarnated people could be angels. No. Dances with Locus says, True. I don't know. To what? The Kurgan for Commander-in-Chief. Well, I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed there, Dancers. I, I mean, I am... Surely you, you must know that Commander-in-Chief is just not quite it. I am after Galactic Emperor position and Grand Inquisitor as one of my subtitles. Um, you know, just saying, you know, you're supposed to be the High Priestess of the Kurgan cult, you should know these things. Noventilion says to quote the Idaho Crusader on, on Social Galactic, onward to new nations. Precisely. And guess what the little Kurgan is trying to do? Remember how I've been saying for years that city-states is the next thing? Watch this space. Might take me a decade or two. But that's where I'm going. Daniel Pereira, does your animosity towards Rome have anything to do with being Venetian, even if it is unrelated to religious procedures? Well, I understand your somewhat amusing question, but my animosity towards Rome, first and foremost, has to do with their impostering, 
pretending to be Catholics when they're satanic pederasts. So that absolutely is way up in the scheme of things. Of course, a close second is the fact that as a Venetian, we do not take fucking orders from anybody, including Rome. That's why we've got a lion with a halo and wings. And we've always been independent from fucking everyone. As it should be. Some of us who are able and capable do not need anyone to tell us how to do and how to be. We're smart enough to do it correctly first time. Yes, the Catholic Church does always allow for exceptions. Joan of Arc as an example. Despair is the worst to behold. I would actually disagree. I would say that complete absence of hope is worse than despair. I've seen despair. I've seen despair. I have felt despair. And although I was never one to hope um, in you know some unknown thing, I had an innate faith that I have never been hopeless. I can be in total despair, but I would never be hopeless. I have never been, even when I was nowhere near Catholic. Um, I think absence of hope um, is worse. Now, keeping in mind that a, a very a motto that I like ex very much, and that is a motto of the Catholic Church and of Sodalitian Piano, is, is this: you know, nec spe, nec metu, without hope and without fear. But that is a difference, lack of hope. That is, that is not that you have no hope because. Because you've just been crushed. You have no hope because you don't need hope. You have faith. If you if you believe, if you're a Catholic, you don't need hope. Because you've got the absolute solid bedrock truth, undeniable forever in infinity that you stand on. You don't need hope. But people who do not have that, people who are not Catholic yet, they need hope. And they should have hope. And to see a human being without hope is, is worse than seeing a human being in despair. See, despair can only exist, really, if you have some kind of hope. But if you don't even have hope, then you just accept the status quo of some dystopic fucking reality. Like, I have to wear a mask and take my vaccine without even questioning it. That is worse. Than somebody who's like, oh my god, they're gonna fucking kill me because I will not take the vaccine and I'm not gonna wear a fucking mask. I would rather be the guy that's like fighting for his fucking last breath without any hope of survival than the one who just accepts meekly like a fucking sheep. Fuck that. And Daniel Pereira says, half of me says weak cunts, the other half of me says poor cunts. I sympathize. Sylvester Rep says, I make that mistake too many times. Yeah, we all do, you know. In a way, we are all a little bit self-centered. 
Unicorn Cupcake. I feel like if Kurgan was American, he would be in a religious motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta give it to the gammas. Sometimes they come up with some funny shit. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I, uh, I don't really wanna, you know, send you all to Reddit, but on, on the Reddit Gamma Secret Kings, and it was a while back, so I don't know if it's still there. But I, I actually saved mine. Some guy who does like um, like fake action figures of like Box Day of Owen Benjamin and and have done one of the Kurgan and I actually I laughed my ass off for a solid minute when I saw it. I thought I was fucking hilarious. And you know Unicorn Cupcake is here saying I feel like if Kurgan was American he would be in a religious motorcycle gang. You know in a way they've kind of grasped my essence because it's like. I suppose for a Gamma that's a non-believer, that's as close as you get to like a proper modern crusader, which, you know, I guess I'd fit that bill. I would be like, I ain't gonna follow your fucking laws, I'm gonna shoot you back <laughs> on a motorcycle gang, because, you know, horses are a bit more troublesome to control than a nice big motorcycle. But do not ever think that I would ever, ever ride on a Harley Davidson. They're shit motorbikes, I don't like them, never have. No, mine would be a giant on-off-road motorbike. That's the one. With, like, fucking gun saddles. The Unicorn Cupcake says, The reason for the vote was a bear posted a video talking shit about Vox being a shitty Dark Lord and how he was unworthy of the title. <laughs> he did bring up some valid points, despite being, despite being a dipshit, too. You see... You gotta love the, the the gammas in some way. They they don't even have loyalty to their own. It's it's amazing. I don't know. I'm 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 getting curious now. You know, maybe you should post a link, Unicorn Cupcake. That will save me trying to troll through your gamma high, which it's just it bores the fuck out of me. So send me a link. I want I want to watch that little video. If it's any good, I, I might might like it. I might laugh at it. Roman says that he's the opposite of Vox. He can read his fantasy like Throne of Bones, but his analytical books like Irrational Atheists and Corporate Cancer were just boring to me. That's just me. You see, that's that's totally the opposite. I love the Irrational Atheist. I haven't read Corporate Cancer because I pretty much know what's in it. Uh, but I absolutely love the Irrational Atheist. It was brilliant. I... I truly like these analytical stuff is second to none. I, I love Vox's analytical stuff. His fantasy, I find like... And he says it himself. He says that he's a plodding writer. I kind of agree. I like his short stories. I think his short stories are very good. And, um, and I like his analytical stuff. But his fantasy, I, I just can't get into it. Willie Ram says there's a reason it's called the dismal science. See, but it's not science. Economics, as it is taught and written, is fucking voodoo, right? It's actually, it's worse than voodoo, because I have met witch doctors that had some kind of, too hard to explain here now, but they had some kind of a thing. Economics? It's not a thing. Not a thing. It's like, take chicken bones, Piss on them, say the number purple. That's economics, as it's taught. It has no fucking bearing or relationship to anything in real life. None. 
Daniel Pereira says, I would like to see you publish such a postcard. I knew somebody was going to ask that. Some pedantic little Latino fucker. I might, but I'm too busy right now. And I'm reaching the end of my Campari, which means I might need a refill. I might, but I'm probably going to go a little bit dark. For a few weeks, maybe even a month, I'm going to have a lot of shit to do. Uh, like I said, there's a move. Got four kids, a wife, and uh, you know some immortals to direct. A few serfs, a few loyal followers, a few scouts. It's a lot of shit that needs doing when you create a city-state. You know. Let's see. And Daniel Pereira continues. Vox is a dry Anglo. But we love him because bubbling beneath the surface is a savage with a scalping knife. That is a very accurate description. I'd say Vox's sense of humor is even drier than the English. It is very dry. It's like desert air dry. Personally, I like it. Um, I do think you probably need to have a certain appreciation for intellectual abstraction to, to appreciate his humor. But I do. I, I find Vox to be one of the funniest human beings on earth in some of his blog posts. Although I think most people completely miss it. I mean, personally, uh, the, some of his blog posts have literally <laughs> made me laugh out loud. I, I've sent him emails where I've said, look, dude, this, you should fucking do stand-up. But <laughs> the thing is, you know, he's right in that if he did stand-up, no one would laugh. There would be the Kurgan in the, in the, in the audience laughing his ass off and everybody else just going, what is, what, are these, what, what is that guy laughing about? And why is this guy talking? You know, he's boring. <laughs> he, he is fucking hilarious. But I think his humor is very unappreciated. Like my grandfather told me when he read, when I explained to him the face on Mars, he said, ah, you were born 200 years too early. They won't understand that until about not 200 years. It's a little bit like with Vox's humor. They won't get, mind you, 200 years from now, there'll probably be fucking monkeys running around with clubs. So, But um, you know, maybe 2,000 years from now, they'll be able to appreciate his humor. P1 Bear says, I made mistake of buying... Oh, sorry. Wooly Ram says that he maintains that Vox's writing is like chilled premium vodka. <sighs> On his analytical, I agree. On his fantasy, I disagree. His fantasy is like what my Russian friend Vadim said about the usual vodka you buy in any store here. Why you bring me this shit to clean electrical parts? That's my sensation. But on his analytical stuff, premium vodka. Uh, P1 Bear says, I made the mistake of buying Bijolet. I cannot drink it by itself without performing some alchemy with raspberry syrup in it. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, Bijolet was... Is that the, that sick fucking stuff that... By the way, my wife fucking... I think she finished that shit. I don't remember the name of it. I've, I've what, Like I said before, when I have a really bad time in my life, that, that memory just goes. That drink, which, as far as I can remember, was probably Frenchman's piss. That drink, I don't remember if it's called Bijolet or whatever it's called, but if that's what you drank, 
and you added raspberry syrup in it, you're a pervert. You, Pion Bear, are a pervert. You're, you will now be known in this group as the pervert of the Kurgan cult. Because anybody that would think to add something to the fucking French piss, oh, how could you even come up with that idea? That is just so wrong. Daniel Pereira says, At Peon Bear, being a filthy savage, I enjoy Newfie Screech and Canadian whiskey. I've never liked whiskey. It's a peasant's drink that was invented by people who like fucking fuck sheep. So why? Why would anybody drink that? I can stomach a little bit of, um, oh, what's that thing called? Ah, there's a whiskey that I, I use their bags for um, holding the dice when, when I used to play Dungeons and Dragons. I still have the bag. I can't remember what it's called. William Poole. Vox reads a page every few seconds, so it doesn't take him long. He says he retains it at that rate, too. Yeah, I know. Vox, Vox reads about, if I remember right, I think he reads about three times faster than I do. I can speed read. I have read one of um, um, Pierre Ferlard de Chardin's book, um, is a phenomenon of man, I think it was, was. I read that one, speed reading. And that's the kind of book I want to speed read. But I don't enjoy speed reading. And um, I don't have full retention. So, you know, fine. But you know what? What you're telling me is like, if I were to read a tome of economics that, that Vox likes to read for fun, and it would take him like three hours and it would take me like 12 hours. And now you're telling me, you know, if you read like Vox, you could do that in three hours. That's like saying, you can eat three dog turds instead of 12. And your point is? Postcard. Fucking postcard. That's all the economics you'll ever need. Sylvester Rapp says, economy is a hobby of mine. I completely agree. It's fucking bullshit. It's legit took me weeks to realize their equations were to actually do math and not just concepts. It seemed too stupid. Sylvester Rapp, it did not take me two weeks. It took me literally five fucking minutes because I'm actually good at math. The Joshua James Belcher says, what Catholic church should we be going to? Go to luxvera.org. If you don't know how to find that, go to it. Web, the website is canon, K A, I mean, sorry, C A N O N dot 188, the number, no, not dot. I'm sorry, hiccup got in the way. Canon 188, so C A N O N 1, the number 188, the number 88 dot com. And there's a list there, I think it's on the first page of a list of actual still Catholic churches. Um, if you don't have one in your state or in your country, that's just how life is. It's tough. We're back to like Roman times, you know. Daniel Pereira says, Doge of the Milky Way. I could live with that. Although Emperor, Emperor has a better sound to it. And Michael Pecker says, Hail Kurgan, Hail Imperator. Thank you, Michael. 
<laughs> dances with logos concerning my, you know, being emperor of the galaxy. He says, forgive me, fearless leader. You are forgiven, my darling, absolved of all sins, given that you're the high priestess of the Kurgan cult. We won't say it's an error. We'll just say it was a misunderstanding. Daniel Pereira first, heresy. Indeed, heresy always comes first. Jérôme Huber says we're making city-states come in. Well, unless you're going to be where I'm going to be, and if you don't know where I'm going to be, that's probably because you're not in the know, make a city-state where you are. Once you've created a city-state, then you can start to have um, political relations with my city-state, and we will conquer the land in between. Puan Bear says to Daniel Pereira, I might find whiskey that is possible to drink. This is non-zero possibility. From the other hand, average rum tops most of what I tasted so far from whiskey batch. Correct. I think Puan Bear is Polish, if I remember right, which is why his grammar is Polish. Wooly Ram says, less serious question. Is there an established science as to the benefits of an ice bath shower after workout? Yeah, I believe there is. And that guy, the Iceman, whatever, um, he he almost seems like a retard, the way he speaks. And don't take his woo-woo bullshit too, too close to heart. But actually, on the on the facts, he's correct. On, on the practicalities, he's correct. Uh, yeah, there are benefits to, a, to an ice and bath shower. I don't know, probably shortens your life, improves your DNA. I don't give a fuck because I hate the cold. So fuck that. I'm going to take a super hot shower and I get the same benefits the other way because I'm Latino and that Iceman guy, he's some fucking Scandi hooligan, Norwegian, don't know how to make clothes in the cold people. Daniel Pereira got sick of rum long ago unless there is soccer and reggae. He's such a Negro. Michael Pecker, city-states. Let's end the interregnum for the Holy Roman Empire. Well, funny you should mention that. The city-states uh, will be conquering the, the papal states on their way back to the Serenissima. Man, Hugo says, do you consider yourself a Ghibelline or a Guelph? And could you educate us about Italian history during the height of the conflict? I have not done extensive research on the Ghibellines or the Guelphs, and, but I have got enough Italian history in reclaiming the Catholic Church that you should... There we go. There's the book. There's enough Catholic history in here which is intimately tied with um, church with Italian history that if you, you you know I really just touch upon the Italian history relating to the Catholic Church in this book and it's just a few you know I don't know there's like a couple of chapters where I, I spend a few pages talking on it more than a few pages but just if you can digest what I've put in that book with respect to the Italian history, then you're going to begin to understand why no one has written an exhaustive history of the Italian nation that makes any fucking sense. Because it's literally 
It makes Byzantine politics look like child's play in a fucking park. Um, Italian history is more convoluted than you can possibly begin to imagine. Daniel Pereira says, we hope only to die in battle. Well, that's you. Just shows what you know, being a damn Portuguese, which are, you know, close to monkeys. I, as a Venetian, hope to win in battle. And Joshua James Belcher says, do you think that city-states are the future for all countries? No, uh, only the civilized ones. Hugh and Bear, you have those great dictionaries. May you dig into the spare definition. I would, but I can't. They're actually packed. They were one of the very first things I packed. And I've written on them in red uh, felt tip. And the movers will be told that their lives will be forfeit if they fuck up the boxes with my uh, Oxford dictionaries in them. So I can't look it up. But if you remind me, when I uh, unpack, I'll, uh, I'll get to it. What are your thoughts, uh, Tony G says, what are your thoughts on the gospel of many Magdalene and the propaganda to convince Catholics that Jesus married? No Catholic really has debunked this. What? Can Yurub would be very insightful? I'm guessing you're thinking my idea on that would be very insightful. I don't, I don't know. Uh, and I don't care. Um, I don't think that if Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene or not, I don't think it makes a blind bit of difference. I just don't. And if the Holy Grail was actually the offspring of Jesus, again, I don't think it makes a blind bit of difference. I know that a lot of agnostics say that. I know that the official position of the Catholic Church is that that, that, that is blasphemy. Um, but personally... It wouldn't change my Catholicism one blind bit if Jesus had had an offspring with an ex-prostitute. And I can say that with absolute total confidence because I've had a very interesting life. And I'll leave it at that. All right. Um, Daniel Pereira says the Harley hatred comes out again. Yeah, and pretty much for all things Boomer. Real bikers do not ride Harleys. It's foreign-made garbage. Real Americans bike ride Indians. Mm, don't know about that. What I'd really like is really huge, man-sized Japanese motorbikes. They actually work quite well. I'll take believer of irrational any day. Yeah, you see, believe is, is written more for the average person that uh, responds to rhetoric more than cold intellectual numbers. If I need a good laugh, I'll listen to Paul Krugman. <laughs> That's J.G. Michael. Yeah, you see, even as a comedian, I don't find economists funny. I mean, I, I, I find them insufferably fucking Stupid, actually. Wooly Ram says, No one and nothing is exempt from the law of supply and demand. There you go. All of economics on a postcard. Pretty much. There you go. Save me the trouble. Daniel Pereira, Vox's dry rhetoric is quite funny. 
Unicorn Cupcake, the Vox Critic video is on the GSK Reddit. Cheers, Kirby. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna trail through all that shit. Just just fucking send the link, Unicorn Cupcake. Save me some time. I'm a busy man. Alvis Oxford, how would you deal with the parable of the rich man and Lazarus spoken by the Son of God when it comes to reincarnation? Jesus is against your teaching. Elvis Oxford, fuck off. I've explained my position. If you're too stupid to understand it, that's not my problem. If you're too stupid to understand the parable of Lazarus and the rich man, not my problem. Now, enough on that. If you're going to persist in your binary Protestant thinking, I'm going to ban you. Piss off. Pissberry. That's Daniel Pereira commenting on Pew and Bear's. It's tastier now, I swear. <laughs> yeah, Pew and Bear, you're also Polish. So it doesn't matter what you say. And Jordan says, Buongiorno, immortals. Crown Royal. Daniel Pereira trying to remind me of the whiskey. No, it's not Crown Royal. Hold on. It's fucking bugging me now. A little aspiness has got to me. Thanks to the porchy day. Let's see. There we go. Royal Salute, I think it's called. That's the whiskey that I can tolerate. Mostly because it was really well packaged and, and in a nice elitist kind of box and, and bag and so on. It's this whiskey that comes in a purple bag. No, you see, but my bag is green. And there was different colors as well. Uh, William Poole says, thanks for the smackdown. It's good for people. I, I don't know what that refers to, but... Okay. Alicia Shepard, the mistress of sound, is here. Looks like you are on the naughty list, just like me. I haven't been getting your notifications either. Oh yeah, I'm kind of shadow banned on YouTube and all that. But if you're on Social Galactic, I, I usually post when I'm going to come on there. And there are 37 of you, so it's pretty cool. Wim Hof is the Iceman, I think. Yes, it is. Thanks, uh, Daniel. Although you're Portuguese, you have your uses, I suppose. What type of camouflage do the Kurgan's troops wear? Olive drab, multi-cam, roadie bushstroke. Depends where you are, doesn't it, Daniel? Trust the Portuguese to ask a dumb question. Nurse Coogan. Okay, I don't know what that's referring to. Mediterraneans don't jump into ice. We put people on ice. The Italian nation does not exist. It never did. There is no such thing as Italy. It's just this fake idea of Italy. It's nonsense. Man, you just was perfect. Reclaiming the Catholic Church is on my bookshelf. Number two in line. What is this number two? Should be number one. Always. David Perkins, as an Anglo, I genuinely love the rainy, mildly cold English weather. Sunny days are depressing. Well, David... I suggest you create your city-state in London, then. There's enough damn foreigners running around here. You know, you should do something about that old chap. Perhaps start a little bit north and work your way down. Or 
or perhaps start all the way south, Hastings. Hastings would be a good place to start, mostly because I like Foyle's Ward, a program that has got two-hour shows, which I never have the time to watch now, but I used to thoroughly enjoy. And I suggest, David, if you go back to your roots and you expel all the dirty foreigners like myself, who are only after your money and your women, and I must say we are more successful at both taking your jobs and your females, than you are. So you can't have that. You should really chase us back across the channel. You know, you really should. Daniel Pereira, the Portuguese, won some battles opening up that route to India, if I remember correctly. Eh, did you discover a whole new continent? No, and that was just one of our guys fucking around by mistake. Yeah, imagine what we can do when we apply ourselves. You guys, fucking send guys after guys after guys, and eventually we found something we already knew was there, India, uh, and we had to go all the way around Africa. Damn asses. We discovered a whole fucking new continent. Didn't even name it after the guy who found it. Named it after the second guy who found it. Just cause, you know, not a big deal for us. An Italian says, I finished The Popes by John Julius Norwich recently. I came to the conclusion that there is no possible way that the church survived without divine intervention. Thank you, Noventelion. Exactly my point. Also, I don't know if you noticed that uh, old Julius Norwich, which he's dead now. Um, I found out he's dead because I, I tried to confront him on a, on a fuck-up that he made on page 9. See, I still have a little bit of my eidetic memory. Page 9, his whole concept of Peter and the, the first Pope, he has a logical screw-up right there. So, um, you know, oh, whatever. So, yeah, have a look. If you've got the book with you, you can see if you can spot what I spotted. E. Scorpio says, I've been following the Holy Kurgan Empire city-state only cursorily. Am I to understand this is going to be in the United States? I need to know how high to build the Gamataria fortification. <laughs> oh, E. Scorpio, there are indeed movements afoot that have already created the beginnings, the prototype beginnings of a city-state in your very own United States. However, you always have Mexico as the fallback position. But my personal city-state will be closer to my own homeland. You'll be glad to know. LS16 says, real bikers ride Indians. Giddy up, Tanto. <laughs> very good. I think LS16 is a German, if I remember right. That's very good. Daniel Pereira says, blame the Portuguese. They're not even that consequential. Tony G, you said that if Jesus was married, it wouldn't affect your Catholic beliefs. But how? It would mean that Catholicism is man-made and ultimately pagan. That is a Gnostic belief, not my own. No, Tony, it wouldn't affect my Catholicism at all. If Jesus did get married to an ex-prostitute and even had a child, 
how would that change the truth of what Jesus did? It wouldn't. Explain to me how your Gnostic little idea of Jesus having been married would change anything. It doesn't. Elia Poiko, my apologies, mate. I, Elia, I meant to write to my priest about you. I've just been so fucking busy. It's, it's on my, it actually is on my list. It's one of the things I've told myself I would do. So um, I will, I will get there. Um, just bear with me. And if I don't, ping me an email. I got your email. Absolutely got your email. I am gonna get in touch with that guy and, and put you in touch. Um. So yeah. I did get it. My apologies that I haven't done anything with it yet. It's just a hugely difficult time for me right now. So ping me another email in about a month if I haven't responded to you before then. Okay. Okay. Speaking of, uh, Wooly Ram says, speaking of your book, I noticed a common strain of venom in the V2 documents, an underlying assumption that man is a natural creature. Yeah, it's it's throughout. You you'll also find throughout the Vatican II documents there is this uh, Brotherhood of Man, which is a completely uh, Freemasonic thing. So yeah, David Perkins says, "Wooly Ram, I guess if you want to abuse kids, claiming that we are just animals would be the logical start." Yep. And Daniel Pereira says to Noventilion that he has Julian Norwich's book on Sicily. I actually have Julian's Norwich book on Venice, but I haven't read it yet. And Man Hugo says, are ethnic Sicilians allowed in the Kurgan city-state? Yes, um, Sicilians are actually the only tribe of black people that I, I get on with quite well. Um, you know, being that they're Africans, I, I get on with Sicilians quite well. You know, there are more primitive people, of course, and... Um, but their ethics are, you know, of course, crude and, and, and unsophisticated from a Venetian point of view. But not incorrect, really, as far as uh, the ultimate results are concerned. So, yeah, no, no problem with Sicilians. I, I always got on with Sicilians. LS16 says, only half German. God is indeed merciful. Indeed. Indeed. You, you are almost saved. <laughs> In fact, you were saved by not being fully German. Daniel says, it would affect my Catholicism by making it deeper because I know that it irritates people. There you go. See, although he's Portuguese, he's got that whole Catholic, not binary thinking thing. He's kind of got that. And Elia is very graceful and uh, and very kind and says no worries. But I, I, it's not quite that I forgot. I just didn't get to it because um, I have to think about it a little bit before I ping that email. And I want to do do just right by you. But at the same time, I wanted to do right. I haven't done anything. So there is that. V2 reeks of new ageism in my opinion. No, it's masquerading as new ageism. What it really is is Satanism. Tony G says, that doesn't seem very consistent. It would abolish the idea that Christ is divine and the son of man. Tony, don't be a fucking moron. You're being a Protestant 
And then he goes on, do not let pride decide your answers. It's not pride, you dumbass. It would cripple the doctrine you claim is divine. No, it fucking wouldn't. And now I'm going to ask you, Tony, you fucking moron, exactly how would it cripple Catholicism if Jesus had been married and had a son or a daughter? How would it cripple that? It wouldn't affect it at fucking all. The only reason is that either it didn't happen or if it did and no one is sure about it, it's irrelevant. It makes no fucking difference. You're telling me that God, who can do anything, cannot get married to another human, to a human woman, and, and create a child? Uh, he came onto Mary by the miracle of the Holy Spirit, but you're telling me he can't make another woman pregnant? Why? It's stupid. What you're saying is stupid. It's stupid, and you do not understand Catholicism, and you do not understand paradoxical thinking. You just don't. It's got nothing to do with my personal ego. It makes no difference to me one way or the other. You know, I, I don't think there's any evidence that Jesus was married, but even if that happened to be the case, so what? It would change nothing. Daniel Pereira says, I'm half Sicilian. That means I mean, uh, well, not really, because the other half is Portuguese. So, you know, I, I don't know how far that gets you. David Perkins, Tony, we get your point and we don't care. Precisely, precisely. Uh, except he doesn't have a point, so we don't get his point, but we just don't care. Exactly. Daniel says, how would that deny Christ's divinity? You see what I mean, Tony? Even a Portuguese person understands this. You don't, because you're a binary thinker. It's a handicap, mental handicap. Joshua James Belshaw, can you link the website for the Catholic Church you go to? Uh, no, it's called the Instituto Mater Boni Concilio, and I cannot be bothered to look for it now. Just go to luxvera.org and, and look for Instituto Mater Boni Concilio. It's, it's there. So the lithium piano .biz, I think, or .com, I can't remember. <laughs> Daniel says, God's only mistake, marrying a woman. <laughs> well, you see, that, that's actually funny. But even if that were true, that would make God even just more, more God. Because he's like, ah, you know what, guys? I'm just going to do the same shit you do. I'm going to show you the same mistakes you guys make. Just because I love you that much. Bailey Harrison says, Mater Boni Concili. Something like that. And Joshua James. Yeah. Instituto Mater Boni Concili. Their website is called Sodalitium. These.com might be on here. Let's see. There. Just Google that. And uh, and Don Ricosa. Google that and Don Ricosa. R I C O S A. And you'll find these guys. That's that's the guys I got baptized with and confirmed and married with. Woolly Ram, the CMRI also has a listing for loyal Catholic churches. There you go. And Daniel Pereira, imagine the alimony payments that God would have to pay. 
<laughs> Daniel Pereira says, he came to suffer just like we do. <laughs> and David laughs. Look, a Portuguese and an Englishman can share in the humor that is Catholicism. But Tony G, Tony G looks a bit like an Asian. I can't, I can't see his, his profile. You know, he just doesn't quite have the same sense of humor. All right, guys, I've been going for an hour and a half. 44 of you. It's always at the peak that I have to leave you. If you've got any more questions about anything, including dumbass shit, let me just refresh the um, Social Galactic page in case there is anyone anymore. No, that's it. Oh, here goes Tony G, the binary thinker. How can you, as a head of a cantist, brag about the church lasting 2,000 years, then condemn the people in the church today? It must be part of the body. Said of a cantism is catalyst protestantism. Okay, Tony G, you can fuck right off. You're either a liar or a moron, and we don't need either here. We don't like liars, and we don't like morons. So, guess what? You just got yourself banned, you fucking idiot. Because you are a fucking idiot. So here we go, and we're doing this slowly, as is my way with bannings. He's gonna get blasted. And it's also because my fucking son... I need to elect one of you guys as a sniper so that you can take out these morons for me. Wooly Ram. I need to make Wooly Ram the, the bouncer here. Just so he can ban complete fucking morons like this. Let me just kill the sound on this one, because we're going to get an echo now. See that? Notice how he just sat there for Who's a while. My fucking son? I need to elect one of you. And, and he pretended to be like one of us until he just had to, like a proper little gamma, speak up and prove that he is... An actual liar. Bye-bye, Tony G. He's gone. Gone, gone, gone. Pretending to call us Catholics Protestants when he is himself a Protestant. Law number three. SJWs always project. Yep. So, let's see. Uh, Chris Gavier says, I just got here. Well, your late tardiness is, is not my problem, Chris. You know, you're young. You should be here before everybody else, just in case. And LS16 says, Tony, I think your room temperature IQ is too short for this ride. Indeed it was. And that's why he is gone. Wooly says, catch you later, immortals, and good night. Indeed, good night to you, Wooly Ram. And Chris Caviar, my little brother wants to be a priest. Who knows? Maybe one day he will be Pope. Well, I don't know how old he is, but, uh, you know, I, I always am a little bit fearful for people that say they want to be priests. On the one hand, we absolutely need priests, and I respect them very much. Real priests are awesome. On the other hand, as what I am, which is definitely not a priest, I sort of think, what, you're going to give up pussy for your whole life? I, I just can't even imagine that. 
I genuinely cannot fathom it. And that's why I am where I am, low on the rung of the hierarchy of the saints. <laughs> that's assuming I even get in, which is a pretty big assumption. You banned Tony G. Wow, so no different points are welcome. Uh, Jehovah's Love, you're going to get banned next because you're a fucking idiot who doesn't understand what we do here or who we are. And yeah, you're, you're getting banned because you are a fucking moron. That's what happens here. It's not a place for morons. Here we got, well, we got Jehovah's. Yeah, Jehovah's plus, you know, you're a Jehovah. You're not any kind of a Christian. Go away, Jehovah's. Bye. Gone. Another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Ah, so satisfying. Uh, Woolly Ram, if you're still here, are you okay to be like made a mod so you can save me having to like. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Jehovah's Witness says, uh, oh, I had respect for the curvet. I don't want your respect. Fuck off. And then he goes, seriously, that is not right. There were just questions. He wasn't trolling. We're supposed to be brother. We, you're not my brother. You're nothing to me. Nothing. You're scum. In fact, you're the enemy. You're not a brother. Jehovah's Witness love bullshit liar and Tony G, the fake Christian Catholic, fake Catholic. You're not my brothers. You're not even my fucking neighbor. You're nothing. You're evil. You're actually the opposite of anything that I would stand next to. So, bye-bye. Yep, Noventillion says, oh, the mass graves are filling up quick. <laughs> Chris says, I know what you mean. He's always been, I'm not sure how to say it, but I guess he's a holy kind of person, always been devoted to the faith ever since he was very little. Dude, those that are called by gods are... You, you know, they're God's soldiers. I, I will never say no to them. I'm just, I hope it's not a fad. That's all. If, if he's genuinely wanting to be a priest and he's, he's great, awesome. <laughs> LS16 knows. Two, two new armor for the sandbags. Indeed, indeed, he understands. Uh, Steven Brzezinski says, sorry, Kurgan, you lost my sub. You banned a brother for a question. Fuck off. You're getting banned next. Ah, shit. Now I have to go back to, to the thing. Yep. Just going to ban this other moron next. Steve Brzezinski, I don't want you here. Not welcome. You are not welcome. You're too stupid. Too stupid to be here, Steve. Bye. Bye-bye. Wasn't a question. It was a statement. See, you see how they also lie. That's very interesting. It's, um... Oh, where is he now? Where the fuck is the Steve Berzinski? There we go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Steve Berzinski. Your Polish stupidity gotcha. Bye. Gone. It was not a question. It was a statement. It was a statement of, Oh, so the vacantists are Protestants. Yeah, you get banned for that. Because you're a liar. Uh, Pew and Bear says, I've got good rhetoric. I have good rhetoric versus Orko. Do you know who else claims to be Catholic? Creepy Joe Biden. Very good. Excellent, Pew and Bear. Woolly Ram, I can do the sniping, assuming I'm online and awake. 
I'm gonna make you a, a, a mod right away, dude. Chemo Blade, damn Kurgan, what's going on? You're drunk, huh? Some Catholic law alcoholic. Okay, I'm unsubbing. Okay, bye, Chemo. Uh, don't worry, you don't need to unsub. I'm gonna ban you. Yep, yep. There he is, Chemo Blade. Oh, I do enjoy. I am enjoying the stream now. I was gonna go, but I'm actually quite liking banning these fucking idiots. Bye. And another one bites the dust. And Chris Javier says, dude, what's going on with the chat today? Full of spurgs. Well, you know, I guess the Gammas are trying to vote me as new secret dark lord. So some of their clingers are probably, um, <laughs> I don't know. We've got a few live ones. Not anymore. <laughs> All right. Where are we now? Back to us. Okay. Ah, that was That was entertaining. Yeah, I read you the first time. Oh, what, what do we got here? <laughs> ah, that's quite funny. That's what one of the people on here just sent me a message. It was quite funny. Benji DA Gamer. Uh, uh, Michael says entertainment. It's fine. Benji DA Gamer says, hey, Kurgan, with all respect, with all respect, Drew, you're a bit disrespectful today. Ban three brothers for nothing. Well, guess what? We're going to make it four, dickhead. Because you are not a brother of mine. You're not a brother. You're an idiot. If you are going to say that Sedevacantists are Protestants and you're going to agree with any fucking moron that says any such thing, you're gone. You are gone, Benji. Bye-bye. I don't give a fuck if you purchased my book. Use it as a doorstop. You're obviously too stupid to fucking read it. Bye. And E. Scorpio says, Those are not my people. The gammas tend to be heathens. Look, these were the gammas gammas. Okay? They got unpersoned by the chief of the gammas. That tells you everything you need to know about who these guys were. Okay? Even even his Scorpio disavows them. I mean, I don't know. You can't get worse than that. I mean, that's that's just that's just hilarious. Mersh says hello. Uh, who's Mersh? I, I don't know. It's one of their fucking idiot friends, probably. William Poole, his Scorpio is a top anti-vox and anti-Owen guy, so he's targeting you. I don't care. I don't care that he's Scorpius targeting me. In my dealings with him, in my personal dealings with him, when I did that whole Gamma AMA, he stuck to his word religiously. We, we had some conditions, and he respected them 100%. I don't care if he's a Gamma. I don't care if everybody hates him. I don't care. The way he's behaved with me personally has been about board. The fact that he completely thinks something different uh, from me with respect to Vox or other people or whatever, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Um, 
I, I don't believe that he goes after me as, as being a grifter. I don't believe that he thinks I'm a grifter. I don't, I'm not a grifter. And I don't actually think he is technically speaking an actual gamma. I think he's just a guy who's bored and having some fucked up fun. But, you know, and all about that and far more fucked up than what he's getting up to. So it's fine. David Perkins says, Scorpio is just a funny troll. He's cool. Yeah, that's kind of how I see e Scorpio. He's, he's kind of a troll. He's just the kind of guy that goes, yeah, 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 yeah. And he tries to bug you. You know, sometimes maybe he gets a hit in, but he's funny, you know. He's okay. I, I don't mind e Scorpio. He's all right. Uh, Mersh is from Revenge of the Sis, who hate Fox and Owen. I don't care. I don't know who these people are. I honestly don't give a shit. Gabriel Volante, scorched fucking earth today. Not really. Every day is the same day. They don't call me the Kurgan for nothing. and I didn't get that name just for no reason. And there is a reason that I'm after the title of Galactic Emperor and Grand Inquisitor. Fucking morons do not need to live anywhere near me. I like you, Scorpio. Hopefully convert soon. You see, e Scorpio is still a churchin, but slowly, slowly seeping in. Now, this is what I think. e Scorpio, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm actually curious. I'm interested about this. I think e Scorpio is fighting himself not to spend $10 to buy Believe because it would go against his sense of gamma ethics because then he would be like, Ah, I've given that fucking guy ten dollars. Uh, it's not actually giving him. You're giving Amazon ten, eight dollars or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't actually know what I fucking make on 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 Believe. It's like, I don't know, a buck or ninety nine cents or two bucks or I don't. I don't. I, don't, I honestly don't know. I've never looked. Um, I think the price was actually set by whatever the suggestion was. I think that's what I put it at. Uh, but. I think it, it, it's, it would go against his gamma ethics. He would be like, no, I've given him money. That, that makes me a sap. But on the other hand, I think there's a, a level of curiosity that might just get him eventually, you know, he might have to get somebody else to pay for it, just for his own twisted sense of ethics. But I think he would actually probably read, believe. Tell you what, Scorpio, if you ping me an email... A private email, and if I get the time, I'll post you a free copy of Believe. Just see, look at him, look at him. I I said this before. He typed, "I'm Mexican. I'm waiting for you to send me a free copy." <laughs> there you go. You see, I knew it. I knew. I I've got this Wetbacks number. Tell you what, Scorpio, send me your send me your um your 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 address. Ping me an email, private email. Like you know how to get a hold of me, and I I will post it to you. I think. I don't know if I've actually got a spare one. I might have to buy one myself to send it to you, but I will. It might take me a while because I am in the middle of a move. But I, I, I promise if you keep reminding me, I will send you a free copy of Believe. However, man to man, we've got to make a deal here. I'll send you a free copy of Believe, but you promise to fucking read it cover to cover, right? We'll save you from being a Mexican or, you know, a church. Same thing. <laughs> 
Merkwood says, I've discovered a thread group in my country. They're honest people. They obviously don't know how to deal with the Vatican II heresy. But alas, so I was wondering, are Sedes the cavalry they're waiting for? Yes, they are. They seem like they would be open to your ideas. Get Believe. Let a few people read Believe, you know. Um, get, get a couple of people to read Believe. If you know, Read Believe yourself first because you've got to pick your audience, right? Believe is like, it's not for the faint of heart. Uh, this one is a bit more, it's written in the same style, but it's a bit less brutal, maybe. Uh, because I can take my time a little bit more, but this is, you know, this is for somebody who's actually a reader. Believe is for somebody who's not really a reader, but is actually interested in Catholicism. Benjamin Shebaum says, hey Kurgan, what are your thoughts on alcoholism and its effects on your religious beliefs? Well, alcoholism is bad. Uh, I guess, I, I don't, I'm not sure I understand the question. I'm a bit upset about the banning, but I understand. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you're upset about it. You better understand, because otherwise you'll get banned next if you keep going on about it. I don't know what you mean. Alcoholism and it affects how your religious beliefs. I don't. I don't believe that alcoholism has particularly. I don't know that it. Well, it probably does because, like anything, like any sin, if you keep doing it, it's going to affect your ability to perceive truth. But Aside from that, it's just a sin like many other sins. William Poole, just letting you know who these Gammaspergs are who target you and who send them here to try to troll you. It's organized on Discords and on Reddit. Yeah, thanks, William. I appreciate the heads up, but honestly, um, these people have no understanding of my psychological makeup, and they never will, so... It doesn't really matter what they do. They're not relevant to my life. My actual life is not lived here. It's lived in the real world. And no one really knows, you know, the people here. There's a very few people here that actually know what my real world life is about. Eventually, you might read about it. Sometime down, you know, down the decades. But it doesn't affect me what they do here. It doesn't really affect me. Benjamin Simmons says, May St. Joseph grant you the courage to fight against alcohol and Satan. God bless. Oh, oh, that was an underhanded little um, attempt to tell me that I am <laughs> that I'm an alcoholic. Well, you're a fucking moron because I hardly ever drink alcohol and uh, I've had a glass of Campari. That's what I had today. So, but you know what, I'm gonna, I'm a Jewish convert to the Catholic Church. Ah, Benjamin, I think you're a liar. So, Benjamin, I'd like you to spell out for us, I think you're a liar and a gamma and a little fucking, another one of these people that is Scorpio disavows. So, Benjamin, I'm gonna ask you what you think of the Talmud. And I'm also going to ask you, what do what you think about the Judaic religion? Are they going to hell? Are modern Jews going to hell, Benjamin? Think carefully on your answer, because you're borderline going to get banned for trying to accuse me of alcoholism. Not that I give a shit.
I don't care what you think of me, but it's just your intent is what I find offensive. It's not the effect of it because you have no effect on me and you have no effect on the other people here. But I'm going to personally try and punish you for your little stupid little comments because I am that charitable. I am going to correct you now. The Talmud is the oral law. What would you like to know? The Talmud is satanic, and the things in the Talmud are satanic. Yes or no? I will not accept a maybe. A maybe will be taken as you saying no, that the Talmud is not satanic. I am now telling you that the Talmud is absolutely fucking satanic. Do you agree? Yes or no? Okay, while well, he thinks about how to try and get away from that little corner I've put him in, let's read the other guys. Uh, David says, Benjamin, you are strange. I was going to request a random ban for entertainment. Oh, no, it's not going to be random. We don't do random bans. We do bans for very specific, clear reasons here, because we're Catholic. And reason is sacrosanct. Chris Javier says, would you ever think of translating it to another language? Yes, if I had the time. Uh, Time is my main uh, main problem. It's not the, the will. The will is there. Man, Hugo says, my priest says it's okay to drink, but not okay to get drunk and lose your self-control, which is a sin. Absolutely correct. There's nothing wrong with drinking. Catholics are not puritanical, you only have to have grape juice at mass kind of people. We're not Baptists. We're human beings. Benjamin Shanebaum. What's with your name, David Perkins? <laughs> There's that little... <laughs> There's that little English dry humor, which I do so love. And Merkwood appreciates it laughing. Slantish of Uber. I think I know who Slantish of Uber is. I've said this before. Praise be, Kurgan, starting my week off with some fresh kills. <laughs> Merkwood says good. But yeah, see, Merkwood got your joke, David. That's I, I do like English humor. David Perkins, disavow. <laughs> P1 Bear says, Jewish capitalized, Catholic Church, and St. Joseph not capitalized. P1 Bear, I think P1 Bear is, is Polish, if I remember right, but you know, you get the occasionally good one. I smell shit. <laughs> That's what he says. And yes, they're Satan. Rimfenstar. See, Benjamin Shanebaum is, is, is threading the edge. Uh, he's, he's quite a smart little Jew, so we won't ban him yet. That's all right, Benji. You can sit here. You're, you're going to be our whipping boy for a while, and we'll see how you, how you survive or not. <laughs> David Perkins says, If heaven is going to be full of people like Benjamin, then God works in a mysterious way. <laughs> That's... That is actually funny. And Chris says, if someone were to translate it and pass it through an editor, would you take it? I could possibly translate it to Spanish, but it would take some time as I'm busy with school at the moment. Chris, go for it, mate. Um, I've had somebody offer to... I can't remember now. Somebody sent me an email to translate it to believe into German. So believe might be an easier an easier one to translate. 
to to Spanish. But yeah, go for it. Um, you know what? And I'll I'll give you the same deal I've offered the other people, which is if you translate it to another language, you have to remind me to like do do the the monthly or yearly or whatever. You know, I'll I'll, I'll check what the um, what the royalties are. But any royalties that come from the Spanish edition, I'm happy to share it 50-50, you know, because you do the translation. Why not? So, yeah, go for it. Okay, guys, I've got some messages coming in from a few people that I need to... Uh, oh, what's that? Let's just have a look. Okay. <laughs> There's some people messaging me that are actually in the stream. <laughs> There's some people that I know that are actually also in the stream and that they're funny, but yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna share that with you guys. It's just it's an in joke. It's, it wouldn't make sense to you. Yeah, I was thinking about believe. I feel like reclaiming the Catholic Church would be a bit long. Yeah, especially since you're, I think, not quite 20 yet. But, dude, go for it. You go ahead, and when you're done, um, send me a copy for review. Um, if you can get it edited first, that would be even better. Because I will need somebody who's fluent in Spanish to read it. I do know people who speak Spanish, so that's not going to be too, too much of an issue. But... Um, you know, it might be a bit of an issue to get somebody to read both and sort of tell me good enough, not good enough, whatever. I particularly don't want you to fuck up my uh, my concepts. I don't care if the language is absolutely 100% the same because, you know, in any language you're going to get mistranslations or little idiosyncrasies or whatever, but um, I do care about the points. I do care about the, the concept. So that's got to be right. Okay, guys, I'm nearly gone for two hours, and my wife should be back soon because she was taking care of a couple of things with the kids, which was actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> I'll I'll share this. Why not? There's no reason not to. The uh, so the little girl, our our latest one, she's got this really cute, like almost like snowsuits. You know, some of them are like pink fuzzy bear stuff, and other ones some really cute ones, and. Um, they, uh, so she, she's gone out with them in one of these things because she had to do a couple of, of bits and, uh, you know, went to visit grandma and whatever. And, um, apparently the little one had what can only be described as an ass explosion grenade <laughs> that like just went through her nappy, through her little, you know, onesie and blew up inside her clothes she said she was covered in crap right up to under the armpits and into the little snowsuit so she obviously had to get changed wash all those things and then get them to dry on the radiator so that's why she's delaying a little bit <laughs> coming back home so grandma had a little <laughs> taste of <laughs> Grandma had a little taste of what my children's butts can do when they just go wild. 
Yeah. And Merkwood says, I would be happy to translate it to Slovenian. Although amateur, I would never ever be left alone for the rest of my life in my country. Compelling, to be honest. Merkwood, you're most welcome to translate it into Slovenian. And um, I tell you what, it's up to you if you want to put your name on it. You know, if you do a translation for me, and the translation is, is good, and I approve it, I'm quite happy to put your name on, even on the cover, if need be. I'll change the cover to say translated by and put your name on it. Or, if you're wise and, and, and you don't want to appear, I'll, I'll still give you 50% of the royalties, but uh, I'll just, you know, translate it by anonymous. That's fine. We can do that. So it's, it's up to you. The story of Jacob and Esau. Yes, Benjamin, I'm aware of the story of Jacob and Esau. And what are you trying to subterfugiously and, and passively aggressively imply now? You've implied I'm an alcoholic. What's your next imp implied? Go on, Benji. Share with us. I wonder if this is Shapiro hiding under a fake name. Or maybe his real name. We might have Ben Shapiro in the room, ladies and gents. <laughs> Man, Hugo says, since Sicilians are black, can I translate it into Ebonics? <laughs> Very good. No, because those people can't read. <laughs> Chris says, damn, I was thinking of doing it for free, but I mean, since you're offering it, I will not say no to 50%. Yeah, you you got to be careful, man. That that 50% might might even buy you a couple of coffees a month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you do a good job, you might be able to get that Starbucks free once a month. That's right, boy. Yeah, I know you all think I'm making millions out of my books, but that's not quite how it works. I don't think Ben Shapiro is even this smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is actually, I've really enjoyed this stream. Um, I don't know if you guys have, but it's actually been a lot of fun. Especially right here towards the end. I'm kind of, I've got to get to these things actually, but uh, let me just see how urgent some of them are. Give me a second while you guys keep entertaining me. Ah, these guys are funny. Okay, I'm just replying to sorry, but I will read your messages. So this is this is your chance where you, you get to I'm just gonna get to a couple of these. Oh. 
Right. Um, yeah, that was actually a really cool message. So, sorry about that, guys. And just ignoring you all like you don't matter. I, trust me, I believe you. I, I love you all. I love you all. Ebonics audiobook. See, that's the kind of lateral thinking a Catholic comes up with. Chris Javier says, let's go free Starbucks. <laughs> and David Perkins says, he doesn't seem to enjoy the punishment. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird how these fake Catholic proto-Jews are, are just, they just don't enjoy the beatings. What is wrong with them? That's the proof that they're not real Catholics. Real Catholics take their beatings with humility and enjoyment. You know, there's a reason those Catholic schoolgirls are all into a little bit of S&M, you know, tasting their faith. <laughs> no, let me not go down the blasphemous ways. Okay, well, it is definitely two hours now. Last, I'll give you one more minute, boys and girls. Oh, there was another message. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, your minute's nearly up. 20 seconds to go. By the way, where is the sax? This was a serious stream, as you could tell. And, you know, I had to deal with very important topics, such as how do you get on in the world in the business of sax? I told you, get Fleur East to make a song about you. I actually wonder what would it be like if Fleur East actually saw the stream and for whatever reason, you know, she skipped right this point and then saw the other ones and realized that I've been saying that she's dedicated a whole song. See, I think Fleur East is that kind of cool chick that just, <laughs> she might just do something crazy like say, yeah, that was definitely for the Kurgan. <laughs> just to fuck with people's minds. She strikes me as the kind that has that sense of humor. We'll see. <laughs> P1 Bear says, we need our beatings. That's why I asked about the sack. <laughs> we got a Polish man with a sense of humor. That That is... <laughs> and Chris Javier says, P1 Bear, no! <laughs> yep. And Michael Pecker says, Kurgan Sachs cover when? Um, probably about a year after I take Venice back, which, you know, might be a little while because i got to take all the Papal States back first on the way to La Serenissima, then i got to become Doge, and then Kurgan Sachs cover, I guess. Oh, you don't have to apologize for the grammar, Michael. I was never a fan of grammar, or punctuation for that matter. I just... I mean, I mean, I'm very punctilious about punctuation, in pun intended, but um, but in my own idiosyncratic way, which I have blogged about before, so I shall not bore you with those details. Well, thank you all very much. I I really enjoyed this. It was fun. I enjoyed your sense of humor. I'm glad that after we've culled a lot of the gammas from the stream, we now have like a a nice little community of. of happy people that understand and have um, non-binary thinking. That's great. Thank you all, and 
is it Elia? Is that your name? I forget that Scandi hooligan dude. I'm gonna try and get your email right now because otherwise I'm gonna get busy and forget. Good night all and thank you very much.